Oh, do you go to those Amazon Freshes anymore? Is that what they're called, Amazon Fresh? I don't know her. <laughs> like the store you go into, you just buy it, you just take things off the shelf and then you buy them like automatically. Oh yeah, I went there a couple times. Is that what it's called? <laughs> Is it called Amazon Fresh? I don't know. I'm not really sure. One time I went in there and I took Jeff Bezos. I took his nudes off the shelf and then I ex- <laughs> threatened to expose him to the world. <laughs> Doesn't Midja work there? Uh, yeah, I, I did see Midja there. Yeah. You can get like a Midja starter pack at Amazon. Yeah. What What do you think is in a Midja starter pack, Stoney? <laughs> hmm. There's like, I don't know. What is in a Midja starter pack? Water, first of all. Yeah, water. You have to stay hydrated. Definitely a single of Nickelback's photograph. <laughs> I feel like probably the mood, you know, like stretchy pants, pop rocks and like fresh mints or something. <gasps> a box of nerds. Ooh. I don't know. That's way maybe more a, like a Mountain Dew code red and two wine glasses. Gross. <laughs> Whatever they do in <laughs> Kentucky, that would be what's in the Magister. Midget 2020 girl. (laughs) Sorry to all the Kentucky listeners. Yeah, let us know what you put in your midget boxes. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think we even have anybody from Kentucky that listens, to be honest. I look at the cities all the time, and I'm pretty sure they haven't figured out how to work podcasts quite yet. Well, it's hard to listen to a podcast when you don't have Wi Fi. (laughs) That's true. That's true. I guess you could always go to your local Walmart and, and download it on their Wi-Fi and then go home. That's crazy. That's true. You just go to Walmart, download your podcast, go through the uh, subway to... that's in the McDonald's and, or that's in the Walmart, grab yourself a couple <laughs> liters of Mountain Dew and you're good to go. Go to Starbucks. You can just park. Starbucks is expensive and that's for liberal cucks. So I don't think that they go there. Yeah. I don't even know what that's like too liberal for them. So it needs to be like something more conservative, like chick-fil-a cafe or something chick-fil-a cafe what the fuck? yeah where you can have it your way i can't deal this is so elite yeah all right well i feel like we've pissed off enough people so should we go ahead and start our show oh wait before we start hi thanks for coming hey girl thanks for coming so wait we're doing trade now <laughs> oh wait intro what's yeah okay I'm like what's happening <laughs> we were just running our mouth it's just yeah. like the cold open girl intro so intro. our cold opens five minutes we went off into a frankie tangent what <laughs> why <laughs> five minutes <laughs> i have to edit this like 45 minute intro <laughs> <laughs> we already got read by movie geeks and proud for not putting in uh what is it called time codes or something time codes i don't know like this whole recording thing we've screwed up the whole podcast to be honest back rolls <laughs> <laughs> no there's some good shit in here i don't really, i don't know i don't know what's happening anymore so Am I supposed to like introduce the show now? Yeah, I think that's where we're at. (laughs) Okay, well, let's see how this goes. (laughs) All right, you guys, welcome back to another week at Thanks for Coming. Oh, wait, I didn't even introduce our names. What? Okay, let's just try this one more time. (laughs) We can't do this format anymore. Sorry, Jamal's vetoed. (laughs) I'm so lost. (laughs) Silence. I've made my decision. (laughs) <laughs> am i supposed to sashay away now i think so <laughs> bye our like cold open talk went like longer miss sethy miss sethy <laughs> i'm walking backwards you can't see it because it's a podcast <laughs> hit it hit it hit it give me all those cookies <laughs> I, i'm not a, <laughs> i'm not a real dad i'm a cool dad what is happening? This episode sucks already. Can we start over again? 
Whatever you need. Just delete this. Let's just delete this, and then we'll just not have a podcast this week. This will just be it. I'm gonna publish like the ten minutes of us fucking up, and and that'll be our podcast this week. Just edit it. I don't know. (laughs) Stony doesn't even know how to do that. (laughs) I really doesn't. I don't know how to do any of it. I'm just saying, if I knew how to do it, I would. He's like, just push the button. (laughs) Just press the button that edits it. (laughs) <laughs> oh god all right well we'll see what makes it in the podcast and what doesn't for <laughs> I'm real i'm gonna do the intro now <laughs> hi everyone and thanks for coming america my name is seth what is yours hi it's jamal hello it's stony hey everyone and welcome back to the thanks for coming podcast the most magically gay podcast in the podcast twitterverse and whatever app you listen to it on we're a podcast that absolutely hates frankie grande (laughs) 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 oh god we're getting derailed again (laughs) she is triggered tonight oh my gosh focus you think we should sorry i'm so bad the Frankie Grande stand, the, the Grande lattes came after us and Don't tried to read us. Don't let the trolls get you down. What kind of trolls are called lattes, first of all? Do you think I we should uh, like rebrand the podcast and it can be like Frankie Grande like hate podcast? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> we would get so many more viewers because everyone would be so mad. They would listen to us just so they could read us. Every week we would just like recap everything that Frankie oh, no. did in the prior week. And talk yeah, about and tell like, everyone why. how stupid it is. Yeah, like this was so Listen, stupid. Listen, <laughs> I love Ariana Grande's um, latest project, though. It's good. We didn't say anything bad about Ariana. She's actually has talent. True. Frankie Grande is talentless. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. There's one thing that I just can't handle, and it's someone calling me talentless. <laughs> 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 so let's go ahead and move on and what should we talk about this week what's going on in your lives do you guys do anything crazy what's your beyonce homecoming count like watch count oh i knew i was gonna get this question y'all don't shade me it's like at least 13 right now <laughs> wow <laughs> so let me ask another question <laughs> Stony, what is your homecoming <laughs> watch count? <laughs> um, I would say probably like probably like three and a half times. Okay. Um, mainly because we don't really watch it during the week. So over the weekend, well, Jamal was like kind of doing his own thing Sunday, so he wasn't here, but Saturday I watched it like three and a half times. So <laughs> um, all in one day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to be like 75 like percent of one time. Well, I was I had it on while I was cleaning up and then my sister came over and wanted to watch it. And then there was nothing else on. So no shit. I put it back on. I mean, this is just like lemonade all over again where I like never actually played the album by myself. I never actually watched (laughs) the video by myself. Like it just sort of happened. (laughs) And I yeah. became like a Lemonade fan. Like you watched it once by like your own volition, but then the other two times <laughs> Jamal actually tied you to a chair with your arms behind your back <laughs> and put toothpicks in your eyes like Clockwork Orange, and he just made you watch it on a loop. <laughs> yeah, like I don't. I've never even like pressed play on anything Beyonce, but yet I know like her whole like career. <laughs> Listen, that's what happens when you are this close to the hive. I'm in the hive. You don't think about how easy your life is right now. You don't even have to worry about what she's up to because it's just going to like pop up in your bubble one day. Just like Lemonade now on Spotify and iTunes. What a blessing. I know the queen has truly blessed us (laughs) with an old album. (laughs) She, Yeah, no shit. She's like, you can have this now. She's like, my contract on that failing app title has expired, so <laughs> I'm going to put it on a Spotify. Yeah, like, I can't wait till she releases her next album so we can buy, like, more $50 t-shirts. <laughs> I love $50 t-shirts. They're the best. I'm just waiting for those next tour seats. That's My eye is on the prize. Are you going to be in the, like, standing hive area? I would like to be on the floor this time, especially Uh-oh. if it's a solo tour. Uh oh, girl, you ready for that, Stony? Sure. I don't think you're ready for this jelly. <sighs> I'm I ready, am. girl. The time you is have come. No idea. 
<laughs> Stony, can you handle this? <laughs> I'm already like working out in my Ivy Park gear, so it's fine. Work. Nice. You guys should get like matching tracksuits for the concert. <laughs> he would hate that. Oh my god, no. All right, Stoney, we rehearsed this and you just start doing like all the eight counts like <laughs> in synchronized <laughs> motions with Jamal. <laughs> it's gonna be Jamal like, like a you giant fucked up. <laughs> you no. missed count six. The high <laughs> Until you can hit count six, I don't have any further notes for you, Stoney. Death by beehive, because see, if you're on the floor, I imagine it's just like a giant flash mob because everybody knows the routine. So if you're not in step and you get trampled, well, that's on you, girl. Is this like what happens at country bars when the electric slide comes on? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. <laughs> it's like and turn and kick and hat tip and <laughs> get up, Linda. <laughs> You're fucking it up, Stoney. Get the hell up. Beyonce had two children at once. You can do the goddamn dances to single ladies. <laughs> I mean, white people can't dance unless there's like explicit instructions. That's why the electric slide is so good, like for white people. <laughs> Come on, Sony, pick up the energy here. I want to see <laughs> knees to chest in these dance moves. Come on. <laughs> Holy shit. I would be oh so God. impressed if you turned out a B routine. Yeah. Well, maybe for your birthday, he can like learn a dance routine or something. Oh, that's plenty of time. Beyonce only had four months of dance rehearsals. Yeah. That's true. I'm sure I can do like a Charlie Hyde style lip sync to whatever <laughs> she does. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> I loved her lip sync, girl. <laughs> she moves just like the statue of David. Goodness. <laughs> I'm trying to think. There's not really much new going on for me this week. Just the same old, a lot of the same, as they say, work, work, trying to study. It's really hard to stay up on studying when you're like, I don't know. Sometimes I need like an office, right? So if you're like doing an online self-paced course, it could be really tough to like stay motivated. So I'm back yeah. in a motivated school space. So that's good. How about you, Stoney? Um, my week is pretty much the same. There's nothing like major going on. Just, you know, trying to get ready for Vegas here in the <gasps> next month. Oh my gosh. We're going to see you so yes. soon, Seth. So I know. I'm ready, girl. Yeah, so I don't know. Nothing major other than that. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to getting heat stroke and passing out on the sidewalk <laughs> with a large drink in my hand. Yes, I love being dehydrated. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm not going to drink any water the entire time I'm in Las Vegas. Only alcohol. <laughs> yeah, I think you're just going to call me Penny in Las Vegas because I'm just going to hang out on the slot machines. Oh, I'm too okay. scared to try any any of the other games. I'm gonna like check out like the buffets, like Lorraine from Mad TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll go test them out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, that was a, that was good. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> um. Yeah, nothing new here. Um, just been enjoying all the cookies I told you that I made last week. So they were really good. Good. They sounded good when you told us about them. Yeah, I took them to work today against my better judgment and shared them with my horrible coworkers that don't appreciate my sense of humor. And uh, <laughs> they all enjoy them. So I'm like, all right, whatever. Like maybe they'll be nice to me for another week or something. Uh, look at your soul breaking through the surface. I know. And I'm also trying to download flirt with this new guy that works there, but not get in trouble for a sexual harassment. So it's really walking a fine line here. <laughs> I like that story. Very risky. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't know. It's, 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 uh, it's all, it's very new. So there's not really much to report yet, but mm. I haven't heard any, I haven't got any cease and desist from his wife yet. So <laughs> <laughs> all sales go <laughs> all is well, <laughs> all is well in my world. <laughs> We're still here. Not behind bars. So far. So good. <laughs> Midja. Midja. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right, you guys, let's start the show. I'm going to have to cut so much out. <laughs> 20 minutes of bullshit. <laughs> this really was the worst intro of all time. 
I'm just going to apologize now. I'm not even going to wait till next week. <laughs> All right. Let's start the shit off. Hit the music. Let the music play. Yes. Press the red button before something breaks. You never know. <laughs> All right, you guys. Welcome back to the Honest Tea Spill of the Week. This week, we are, of course, back, back, back again to speak with you about episode nine of rupaul's drag race season 11 oh my gosh you guys we made it to another episode lots of drama um what did you guys think was it a good episode were you guys here for it hanny yeah i think it's just like you know it's episode nine it's exciting because you know the season's just you know chugging along and we're almost to that grand finale i still personally want to see three queens in the top and um, have a blast that way. But yeah, we're starting to see some good stuff come out of the Queens. Yeah. Okay, Destiny's Child. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really into the season. I think it's um, the challenges have been a lot more interesting than what uh, like All Stars was giving us. Um, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I've enjoyed so far like the runways and um, the challenges because I think they've been like more unique than what we've been getting before. So yeah. I hear what the fans are saying, though. They're kind of like, a lot of people are not like really into season 11. And I think that like these girls are just bringing it out a little later than the past season. So I think we're getting there now. Yeah, I think there's just like lots of like highs and lows. Like it's not like one queen is like really consistent through the whole season right so maybe that's why it just doesn't feel like there's like a clear winner or something yeah i agree but i'm i'm enjoying watching like i'm excited every week yeah same girl well why don't we go ahead and get into the recap we've got things that i would like to say about this episode um so to start off at the very top of the episode no one home went last week so we are now no closer to the finish line than we were (laughs) two weeks ago (laughs) We are in the same place, except a whole challenge happened. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so uh, we start the show with um, Silky still in the talking heads, flaunting her two wins, the mini and the maxi challenge last week, mm-hmm. and telling Evie, you reap what you sow, girl. Yeah, I just I was just letting Silky have her moment because, girl, she's still here. So what is all this for? Right. I was like, I roll, I roll, I roll. But she did win last week. So I'll let her have it. We'll give her arrows. Yeah, I mean, with Silky, it's kind of like, that's cute and all that you're like throwing it in her face. But girl, what goes around comes around. So Right. <laughs> and this week, I think, could be the setup to a downfall. But we'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. For Silky, I should say. To clarify. <laughs> I follow. So then Suga says to Silky, uh, what are you going to do different to step up your game? And Silky says, nothing. She's been doing good with what she's been doing. And she feels like, you know, she's been validated now. So she feels like she's just going to continue to do what she do. I'll give Silky a little bit here because sure, she's made it this far and she's doing pretty well. So why change anything? I just think that her tone says that she's not really willing to change anything. And I think she needs to be prepared to adjust a little bit if something doesn't go her way one week. Yeah, I just this annoys me because it seems like she thinks like she's just the perfect queen. There's no nothing that she can do to like get better at doing drag like she just thinks she's got it all figured out and i'm like that's so dumb that you just said all of that because like you should be doing it doesn't mean you have to like change everything you're doing but to say like oh i don't need to like improve upon anything that's just very cocky in my opinion right maybe i'll plant the seeds for my uh deeper dive this week because This week, I felt really that the curtains were pulled back. Throughout the episode, it really felt like Silky just doesn't really care about the competition because she was there and she like, you know, she doesn't feel like she needs to do anything. You know, you get to the end of the episode and she's like, oh, I only have to do a 10 minute face. Like, I'm just going to do my I'm just going to put lipstick on and put my ski mask on and be ready to go. So it just feels like she kind of thinks she can just skate through the competition on her personality alone. And it just doesn't really like jive, you know? 
Um, Queen Bee said it in Homecoming. There's always something to improve upon. And look at where that bitch is in the world. Um, Silky, you have to be open to adjusting something. You know, continuing to push yourself so you keep that growth there. You can't just decide you're going to stop. Yeah. I just think like, I don't know, if you're like sitting in the workroom and everyone else is like, you know, beating their face and you're just like sitting there. Doing the ocarina. Yeah. It's like, really, what are you doing? What else do you have to do? Like if you can't, like if you're not putting makeup on, then like come up with like a design or something, improve your like your runway look because your runway look was like trash this week. Brush out some of those wigs. Right. Well, they were like, don't, did you finish your outfit? She's like, oh no, I should go do that. It's like, why? So that, it was just like really frustrating to me because all these girls, like they came and like they came hard. They prepared the best that they could prepare. And here is Silky just like doing the Macarena, you know, like two step in like throughout the workroom Mm -hmm. and like barely putting on a face. And it just is like, this is a a competition this is a competition and she doesn't it doesn't feel like she's there to play the competition she just knows that rue loves her and that she can just do whatever she wants right but um she forgets that you know rue is kind of already seeing under that veil because rue has tried a couple times to kind of get silky to push herself a little bit and silky just gives you i'm going to lip sync for my lifeline and that's it so i think she needs to watch out it might come back and bite her yeah Plastique Tierra had her week two weeks ago or three weeks ago now whatever it was and we saw what happened this episode Mm -hmm. guess who had their week right after Plastique Silky oh yeah (laughs) so be careful girl they're planting the seeds for a downfall (laughs) oh it's on the Google calendar yeah I got that penciled in at work girl on my calendar (laughs) (laughs) next week Silky goes home (laughs) All right. Well, let's keep this recap going, you guys. It's a new day in the workroom, and I just wanted to take a moment to appreciate Nina West flossing her way into the workroom. <laughs> Were you guys living? I like whenever Nina floats into a room. I want to have tea with Nina. <laughs> I know. She's just so funny, and uh, love her. Well, I'm sure we'll gush more throughout the episode. (laughs) Yeah. So now it's time for the mini challenge. This week, the challenge is Paris is burning and um, too soon. I think maybe like (laughs) we talked it up. Sure. But I think we mentioned previously, like they don't really need it because they're like reading each other to filth regularly on their own. (laughs) Well, I just meant because literally two weeks ago, Paris was burning. (laughs) That went right over your head. (laughs) Oh, no. <laughs> I'm like, Nina, I have to ex- uh, explain my own jokes. Uh, well, I just thought documentary. You can be RuPaul. I just thought documentary and I went there. So my bad. I'm the slow well, one. I like what you said anyway, so I won't edit it out. <laughs> I'm sure the <laughs> listeners have figured it out. I'm like a little delayed sometimes. All the listeners were laughing and they were like, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I mean that it's really, though, it's time for the library to be open, Henny. Mm-hmm. Bitches will be red. Um, what did you guys think of the uh, Paris is Burning? Was this a good challenge? Was it a flop? What do you think? I think on the flop to fab meter for me, <laughs> it was closer to flop. Like there were a couple sprinkled moments in there, but they weren't like really zinging each other like past seasons have brooklyn did a good job and other queens did as well but there's nothing like super memorable for me yeah i'm gonna give it a hard flop (laughs) um wow i I thought it was such rave reviews this week (laughs) i honestly thought it was like one of the worst reading challenges i've ever seen on the show our michelle visage (laughs) is coming out well okay so i feel a little bit differently so let me discuss the moments that i enjoyed (laughs) you can tell me if i'm wrong i guess (laughs) so i just liked how nina had to explain her jokes to rue like it sort of was like a happy accident because like (laughs) While her jokes were kind of not funny, the fact that she was explaining them to Rue and it became a bit, then her jokes became funny. Well, I did think that was funny. Like, I did enjoy that part of it. But I guess my point being, like, it's not a very good, like, read if you have to, like, literally explain your joke. (laughs) Well, I mean, I got her jokes. I think she was, like, telling smart jokes that were just going over people's heads. Shit. (laughs) 
<laughs> sure. She's like Novocaine. She's sleepy in the competition. I don't know, you guys. It's pretty obvious. All right. Okay. Whatever. So also kind of the same for Miss Vanji. She just wasn't funny. She's like, why ain't you who's laughing? <laughs> I know. She was like, y'all shady. Nobody's laughing. Right. Again, this was the only reason it was funny is because it was just Vanji talking. Like the jokes actually were not there. Yeah. Where yeah. are the jokes? Where are the jokes? <laughs> Summons Trinity. <laughs> the joke that really stood out for me, those Brooklyn's precious joke, like that had me really rolling though. That was really funny. Uh, yeah, I will say that was probably the best one of the night. I thought that was super funny. Also, did Silky kind of remind you of the gay kid from Mean Girls with her outfit and the sunglasses on? <laughs> <laughs> Damien? Yeah. She was serving me full Damien realness. Uh, I could see it. That's I could see true, it. Yeah. Yeah. I thought Silky was not necessarily funny, but she was entertaining and loud like she always is. I mean, she's just kind of being Silky, so mm-hmm. entertaining is a good word. Yeah, I think that's the thing with the with the reading challenge this season. It just seemed like there weren't really a lot of strong jokes it was more just like queens showing off their personality we're just having a kiki yeah so it's just like different i guess yeah i mean i i i was personally entertained i can kind of see where you guys are coming though from about how it was like not a great challenge because a lot of the reads were like not that great i kind of like the read about (laughs) old sugars like bricks on her face (laughs) (laughs) yeah i did laugh at that one for those of you that um maybe didn't get that one bricks are like if you paint your what is it eyeshadow uh, the same color so it just looks like a brick so (laughs) that's what they were referring for (laughs) for those that didn't get that one (laughs) (sighs) now i'm explaining jokes all right let's move on that's the sure sign i need to keep this show going (laughs) Keep it rolling. So uh, the episode or uh, the mini challenge is won by Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. And that was really cool. I was kind of hoping she won, but I thought they were just going to pick Silky again because of how like crazy. I think she performed like a 30 minute set. Goodness. Yikes. (laughs) Rue was like, your time's over. (laughs) Sashay away from the sunglasses, bitch. Yeah, I'm happy Brooke won too because I just knew that they were just going to give it to Silky. Not that she wasn't entertaining, but I did not think she was the winner. Right. I thought Brooklyn would win and then she did. So I was like, sweet. Slay queen. So then we move on to the Maxi Challenge. And this week they are going to be filming LADP, Los Angeles Drag Patrol, where they are sworn to swerve and protect. Uh, so these things could always be really good or really bad. Yeah. And I think we had some that were really good and some that were really bad. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> so I first thought it would be interesting to kind of just uh, talk about what our thoughts are because Brooke won. So she got to pair the teams. So, um, so Brooke chose Nina. Mm-hmm. She put Vanjie with Plastique, Akira with Evie. Silky with sugar. Yep. Evie thinks that Brooke was trying to rig it in her favor by splitting up all the funniest people with someone that was not as funny. What do you guys think? Was she rigging it or what did you think of the matchups? I think it was a nice way of um, kind of setting it up. I mean, if you have that power, you're going to make it work out in your favor because the way Brooke presented it was, oh, I tried to, you know, pair queen that is a little louder with, you know, queen who's a little softer bigger personalities with the smaller personality but the way that works out is exactly how evie sees it it's you're splitting up all of the competition and you took nina who's one of the strongest and something like this so um i mean you could see it either way yeah i didn't think that it was shady it didn't feel shady yeah that's how i didn't feel like it was really shady at all like i thought it was just i don't know i didn't really see like anything out of line that i was just like you know oh that's like bad that she did that i don't know Mm -mm. yeah same girl so let's go ahead and just uh have a quick talk about each scene uh before we get into that though we have to mention two co-stars for all of these skits my two least favorite guests to be on rupaul's drag race are back we have fortune themester and cheyenne jackson uh 
but they will be playing police officers in the skit. But we get to see Cheyenne in uniform. Yes. Yeah, speaking of no personality, Cheyenne Jackson was a guest <laughs> on this week's episode. Does, they should have had him sashaying away with plastique. Does Cheyenne have like nothing going on? I swear he's like on every episode of Drag Race. I know. He's got a lot of free time, it seems. <laughs> yeah, for sure. He's relying on that body, yaddy, yaddy, I think. <laughs> yeah. Michelle needs to get on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, she probably would. <laughs> <laughs> Totes. All right, so let's talk about these skits, girl. First up, we have Silky and Sugar, and Silky is selling contraband hip pads. <laughs> <laughs> what did you guys think? Contraband cookies. <laughs> yeah, girl. These ones have fried chicken in them. I mean, Silky <laughs> and irons. Um, <laughs> Silky is always just fun to watch. You never know what's going to come out of her mouth, which is an exciting trait about her like you're always looking forward to see what she's doing as annoyed as you are with her she's always gonna turn it on i thought the first mm-hmm. half of this scene was much stronger than the last half just because sugar didn't really stand out and silky's second character kind of went awol for me i mean i thought the skit was like I thought the skit was pretty funny like just the concept of it and i thought mm-hmm. you know like with the fried chicken and all that that was pretty <laughs> funny mm-hmm. i will say like, so I did think Silky was good in it. I thought Suga did fine. Like, I think Suga was overshadowed a little bit just because Silky is so She's loud. such a big presence. Um, but I also think, uh, I mean, we'll get to like Vanjie's, but you know, one of the things they criticized Vanjie for was going 100 miles an hour out of the gate. And honestly, Silky did the exact same thing. So yeah. I guess... It's like Snatch Game all over again. Yeah. Preach. So I'm like, okay, well, is that what we're really judging on? Because Silky basically did exactly what you're like getting mad about Vanjie at. So yeah, <laughs> they love Silky though. So like they let things like that go with her. Maybe they just expect her to be loud and crazy. And maybe that's what they want out of her. So yeah, maybe they want something different from Vanjie. I don't know. And I mean, I did think Silky was funnier than Vanjie. I just wanted to point that out because I mm-hmm. thought it was interesting. Yeah, I echo all of that. And that's yeah. Silky definitely outshined Suga. Uh, I thought Suga's nose contour was really harsh. They didn't really go into that, but she didn't really contour for being out in the daylight. Um, so she had a little bit of a Magnolia Crawford nose action going on. <laughs> I did catch that too. I did. <laughs> But um, but yeah, no, I really did like Silky in the skit, actually. Like, a lot of eye rolls, for sure. But I kind of, like, am opposite of Stoney, where I didn't like her at the beginning. But I liked her at the end when she was being crazy and, like, jumping on the hood of the car and being, like, crazy. Because that's, like, what I see on, like, all the cop shows. So I really liked it. I don't know. Like, I thought it was funny. I don't watch enough cop shows. Girl, you're missing out. <laughs> Oh, gosh. All right. So next up, let's talk about Brooke and Nina. Before we get too far into it, I just wanted to let you guys know that I am also a level four vegan. So I was wondering <laughs> what level uh, what level keto you guys are. Ooh, I'm a, I would say I am a level three. I would say probably like close to level four. <laughs> oh, wow. Jamal needs to level up. <laughs> I'm working on my fasting, y'all. I'm actually fasting right now. Okay. <laughs> You're almost there, girl. Once you pass out, you'll be level four. <laughs> That's how it works. Yeah, pretty sure. Um, so what did you guys think about Brooke and Nina? Did you guys enjoy their skit? I was not expecting this from Brooke. Um, you know, her character was really funny. I think she was the best of the night for me. I enjoyed the two of them together. Even though Nina missed her cue, she's seasoned enough and, you know, performance and improv where she just knew, okay, this is, I have to do something or I'm going to miss my moment. And she got in there right in time. Their banter was great. Their energy was really super solid, uh, bouncing off of the extras. And I really enjoyed it. Well, I would like to say that Nina didn't miss her cue. Brooklyn never gave it to her. So <laughs> Right. That's what I meant. Like the cue is the cue is missing. Like it never came. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, so I, she knew that, you know, I have to do something. This was my probably i mean there was two skits that were really good this is probably my favorite too 
but I thought Brooke did like a really good job. She was hilarious. Very much like Katya-esque, just like opening your legs everywhere. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that was good. Um, I thought Nina also did a good job. Like, I don't think Nina had as fun of a character, um, but Nina still made it like really work. And also too, like the fact that she didn't get her cue. A lot of queens might have just like waited in the trailer the whole skit, and but then she actually like game. kind of you know adapted to the situation and made it work mm-hmm. for her. So kudos to her. Yeah, definitely. I loved Nina's look, like as the uh, Butch Trailer Park woman. <laughs> it was so fun. It was so fun. It really was. And I loved like their sexual tension between the two <laughs> characters. And like Brooklyn was just like on fire. Like she was on the hood of the car. She's like saying all the sort of things that you expect like a nudist type person to say, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it was great. I just loved it. Brooklyn continues to surprise me. She does. And the last skit that we have to talk to you about is Akira and Evie, who um were in the Torquist together. Well, one made it into the Torquist, well, one didn't make it into the Torquist, you know. Did we forget about um, Plastique and... Damn. I was kind of hoping to forget about... Do we have to talk about theirs? I mean, we can just say that, like, it made no goddamn <laughs> sense and move on. <laughs> yeah, there was no storyline. Yeah, I was girl. hoping to avoid the whole conversation by just glossing over that one. Okay, yeah, there was milk, there was fake rage, and that was it. Just look up any YouTube clip of Vanjie yelling, and you basically saw the... <laughs> yeah the skit i did have i did laugh a couple times so i will admit i did laugh when they were like rolling around on the ground because i was like at this point there was no story (laughs) and it was just hilarious because they were like just rolling around and it looked like insane because cheyenne and uh fortune were just like looking at them like well they just just looked like fucking trolls running around rolling around on the ground like critters or something yes i mean it was real weird i did enjoy i will say i did enjoy when she like spilled the milk on the floor and plastic started like licking it up that was kind of funny yeah but <laughs> but also that's gross <laughs> gross yeah i mean <laughs> wow all right back to akira and <laughs> back to akira and evie uh i thought this was hilarious like akira continues to surprise me too because you don't really think of akira as like a comedy queen it's like a no. secret weapon of hers like she knows she's funny but mm-hmm. she, you forget about that, and then she just, you know, whips it out, <laughs> and you know, Ooh. all of that ass <sighs> out. I mean, and like twerking nonstop. It was, it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she definitely had the right character because she's like obviously very good at twerking, so that's a plus. But I was like dying when she like started taking off running away from the car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when she pretended to be her, like she threw out her back again and then she <laughs> ran off. Yeah. Yeah, and the whole mother-daughter twist was crazy. Like Evie complimented that energy really well too. So they worked really great as a team and it was a fun story in a short period of time. Yeah. And while Evie didn't really like shine too much she fit in and stood out enough Mm -hmm. and she like fit in the story like where she was supposed to fit in with the story right she didn't fade into the background or anything she was just a good supporting role yeah and that's the thing like on these challenges i feel like you can't like outshine one another like you have to play your character because if you try to like just be crazy for both characters you end up with like vanji and plastic skit where it's just like total chaos <laughs> or like an or or silky and um sugar yeah yeah or like a jersey justice from all stars four yeah but i also wanted to give akira super props because i thought she looked so beautiful this episode because like her makeup was just on point her wig looked good mm-hmm. and i was just like when she first was there i was like oh my gosh she's like a real woman <laughs> <laughs> No, Carrie has been definitely blossoming throughout the competition, and we see it more this episode for sure, without a doubt. Definitely. All right, well, let's go ahead and take a quick break here. We'll come back and talk to you about the runway. We'll discuss our fantasy points, and then uh, we'll get into trade. So we'll be back soon, y'all. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to our podcast so far. Thanks for coming. Right now, we're probably refilling our drinks or maybe even gluing down our lashes again. 
While you wait, here are some things that you should check out. Yeah, remember everyone, you can email us, tfcpod at gmail.com, and um, tfcpod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, and one more thing. You're not my real dad, and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. All right, you guys, welcome back to Honest Tea's Spill of the Week for this episode. Just wanted to apologize for everyone's long wait because I threw out my back again during the break from twerking too much. So mm, you went back to Twerk City, eh? Mm. Yeah, Twerk Team. Ugh, I feel it. When you catch the spirit, you just have to let it go. <laughs> yeah, through your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gosh. All right. So let's talk about the runway, girl. The category this week is Face Kini, otherwise known as Tranimal, because this was clearly inspired by the 90s club kids looks. Lee Bowery, RuPaul, who was there during that time, you know, all the party monsters, that sort of thing. Yes. I love that party monster. Yes. They're claiming it was based on RuPaul's look from last season. But if you know your history, you know where the look originated. There were definitely some hits and misses. Like, who was your top look? Like, your absolute one favorite person this week? For me, if I had to choose any of the looks... um, Nina, hands down, she came to slay. Not only did she wear pants, but the face kini was detailed, the makeup underneath. I love the exaggerated lashes and just all the detail with just the red and white. It was so exciting. Well, yeah, so Nina was also my favorite. um, But I do want to say on Nina's, um, before I say my other favorite, is on Nina's, they've been giving her a lot of like flack this season about the proportionizing thing. And I thought that this challenge, like she looked great. Like it was proportionized very well. Like she looked really amazing. So I agree. I really liked hers. And just to mention like another person I really liked was Sugars, I thought uh, hers was gorgeous. really nice too. Mm-hmm. And I just liked like the floral and all that. Like, and it uh, looked really well. It just together. screamed fashion and vintage. It was just great. I love that too. Yeah. My absolute favorite was Evie Oddly this week. I couldn't get over her look. And, you know, I, I just, there were several throughout the, the runway. I was like, oh, wow, Brooks is really cool. And then Nina came yeah. out. I was like, oh, wow, Nina's is better than Brooks. And mm-hmm. then I was like, going to stand Nina. And then freaking Evie Oddly came out and I literally, my jaw dropped. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, Evie was Evie. so good. Yeah, she's always going to like gag you. And she was one of my other favorites. Uh, for me, it was kind of scary for a moment because Evie reminded me of like the um, scary demon monster from Insidious with the eyes mm-hmm. and the lips. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a little moment, but I got it together <laughs> enough to enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. Were you in the upside down for a second there, girl? Yeah, for a little bit. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, Evie was so, so good. I think there were a lot of good ones. I did like Sugars, but for me... Um, it wasn't really like the top. I think she was probably like fourth or fifth for me. Yeah, I did enjoy Brooke's look too. I thought that was really cool. Yes, the second steampunk look that we've had because this is sort of like uh, the uh, riding the coattails of Evie's steampunk lion, technology lion or whatever that one week. Yeah, yeah. that Leo interpretation yeah. was epic. Yes, but I did think that Brooks was very like high fashion. I don't know. Yeah, there were a lot of good ones. I thought, I mean, obviously, we have to talk about it. Silky Nutmeg Ganache's look because that was a hot damn mess. That was just tragic, honestly. Like, it was bad. And, like, the mask, it didn't fit her face right. And then, like, you could obviously see, as Michelle pointed out, there was no makeup underneath that mask. Yep. And, like, even on the untucked portion, when she took her mask off, like, her lipstick was, like, all jacked up. (laughs) So I was just like, this... I don't know. She just did not do good on this challenge. She's getting lazy because she's thinking she doesn't have to do much. And, you know, for somebody that has been doing as well as Silky has, to say that this was a safe look is not saying much at all. And this was a very safe look. 
It wasn't yeah. even safe. It was like, I'm in the bottom look, honestly. <laughs> like, I mean, it could have easily gone that way. I thought they should have had her in the bottom three with broken plastic and then saved Silky to scare her even more. To be honest, mm. when they just were like, okay, you're safe. And I was like, oh, God, they're giving her a pass again. Like, I mean, they read her for filth during the critique, but like, I don't right. think she really gets it. Because as soon as they were done and said she's safe, she's like, all right, bye. And like was like, I like whatever i like that because that's i fully agree with that i don't think that they should have just brushed it off but because she's been doing so well like okay she's gonna be safe with this look but no they should have put her ass in the bottom to wake her up i agree yeah i i was really annoyed by by this um because it just really shows like silky even when she's being criticized she just it doesn't affect her and it's good to like believe in yourself and what you're doing but i think she's just being overly confident because i feel like she's not really you know bringing like high quality looks she is a big personality in the season and she's bringing people entertainment but it's just really frustrating that they I was happy they actually like read her, but and throughout the whole time too, because they're like, "Oh, you have makeup on. Oh, you have makeup on." And uh, but I, I, th- I think they should have put her in the bottom, and then s- instead of Sugar, I thought Sugar's was like way better than Silky's, to be honest. Yeah, one hundred and twenty percent for sure. So whatever. Um, all right. So Akira won the maxi challenge. So props to Akira. I thought that was well deserved. What do you guys yes. think? Yes. Good job, Mama. She did do a good job. She entertained the kids and she got the crown this week. Yeah, I think she deserved to win. I didn't, I wasn't like in love with her look, but I thought it was okay. But her challenge performance just like put her over the top. Oh yeah, 100%. I think it was between Akira and Brooke probably. And uh, I think I was actually glad they went with Akira because I'm getting kind of tired of like, oh, I won the mini challenge. Oh, now I won the maxi challenge. It's like, doesn't make it exciting for us to watch if you're just going to win the whole show each episode or whatever. Yeah. So I was happy with Akira winning. And then, of course, the bottom two were Miss Vangie and Plastic Tiara. Do you guys think that was a good pairing in the bottom? Yeah, I mean, their skit was the worst. Vangie has not been doing anything exciting on the runway, and Plastic is still kind of like a little on the flatter side, personality-wise. So I thought this was accurate. I think this was accurate because like Jamal said, they were the bottom challenge performers, but also like Plastique's look was just really bad. Like I'm pretty sure she recycled one of her looks. I'm not, I'm trying to remember what episode it was, but I feel like I've seen that black um, thing that she was wearing. Mm-hmm. But then like, obviously she wasn't even covering her face. So it was like, yeah, her whole face was exposed. She pulled like a reverse, like Valentina. <laughs> I <laughs> hated <Vanjie>. her <laughs> face piece. And I hated it even more when she took off the part that was around her mouth. Yeah. And Vanjie just looked like she was just wearing like some really sickening pajamas, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would wear them to be honest. <laughs> I mean, I, but you have I, to put the hair piece on too. I'm gonna whip my hair back and forth. Yeah, that's right. It was like pajamas, <laughs> like trying to be like a pantsuit too at the same time slash like wrestler. I don't know. It was, it like, was so <laughs> weird. It looked really comfortable though. It looked like you could fall down a whole set of stairs and be completely fine. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Like whatever. So, um, so they have a lip sync. Clearly, Miss Vanjie was turning it out. I think that Plastic Tierra held her own, but just was no match for for Miss Vanjie. Yeah, we were talking about the runway a little bit. We were like, you know, that was Vanjie's win, but in the end, it wasn't like an exciting bottom two lip sync but yeah she wasn't overshadowing vanjie at all i think it was just like kind of boring to watch after we saw like one of the best lip syncs ever happen prior so (laughs) no shade to fantasia but like when i want to listen to fantasia barino i want to hear like some emotional sad ass song not like a boss so yeah i thought the the song was a little not entertaining (laughs) displaced so, um, so yeah, so this week, Plastique Tierra went home, and not only did she go home, but she also deleted her Instagram last night. So, 
<laughs> Did she really? Why? <laughs> she deleted every single post that she made, and it was blank all night. And then she posted this morning a teaser for her music video. Oh, wow. So she really wiped out her whole account just to come back. I didn't realize she'd done that because I saw the video premiered today. Yeah, girl. It, for a hot second, I think she deleted her Facebook, too, overnight. Wasn't Weird. there, like, some drama, too? Like, I don't... I didn't look into this, so this is probably, like, bad to bring up, but I'm going to do it anyway. Um, Shady. But Your saboteur. Um, Blair St. Clair posted something about like how Plastique basically like ripped off her video. <laughs> like, Uh-oh. like she wasn't mad about it. She was actually saying like, oh, like we should just support one another. But like supposedly the video um, That's that shadier. Plastique put out was like identical to like a video that Blair had done, which I never watched the Blair video. But well, yeah, there's the videos with Blair in the water, like in a pool coming out of the water and stuff like that. And then yep. that's all I've seen so far from the teaser from Plastique's video too. Okay, so that must have been what it was. But I guess like fans have been like, you know how like crazy the internet fans are. They just like go nuts. But I think there's been some drama with that. We'll have to log on to Reddit. Yeah, I didn't. I caught a little bit one of it, but I didn't really catch enough. So maybe we'll talk about that in our Untucked Live next week, which you guys can find us on Instagram. We're really enjoying our home over there. And it will be at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and 6 p.m. East, uh, Pacific Standard Time. And it'll be a real fun kiki we had a good time last week so make sure you guys come out and we will talk all about untucked and probably just be silly as fuck yes all right stony would you like to please tell us how the points played out this week yes queen let's do this so brooklyn won the mini challenge so that means seth gets 10 points yes climbing to the top of the charts (laughs) (laughs) um Akira won the main challenge with her twerking, so Jamal gets 20 points. Yes, queen. We all get, uh, you guys both get 15 points apiece for having three queens on the show. I get 10 points for having two queens. You suck. (laughs) And then Vanji pulled out the lip sync, so I get 10 points. Good job, girl. (laughs) Go, Vanji. It's your birthday. (laughs) Go Go party like it's your birthday. (laughs) (laughs) So that means after nine episodes of RuPaul's Drag Race season 11. Nobody's winning. Seth (laughs) is in last place. No, take it back, girl. (laughs) Damn. With 280 points. That's a lot of points, though. I just want to say that that's a lot of points before we move on. <laughs> that is a lot of points. Um, <laughs> I can't even count to 280. <laughs> I am in second place with 310 points. And Jamal is in first with 360 nutmeg ganaches. Yes. <laughs> Work, girl. That's like one point for each day of the year. <laughs> We're slaying the game. Yeah. Good job, and, team. And a full circular view. <laughs> 360 degrees, bitch. <laughs> full twirl. And if you cut it in half, no, I'm just kidding. I don't, I'm bad at math. <laughs> <laughs> no, full twirl. <laughs> yes, queen. All right. Well, I still am not getting points, even though my queens are doing pretty good in the competition. So whatever. My black magic is working. Ugh, I've been cursed, girl. yeah so that is our honesty spill of the week for this week hope you guys enjoyed this episode but we are going to now go into some trade girl we got some good ones for you this week so stay tuned so yummy trade trade Hey everyone, welcome back to the Hot Mess Express, where we will be talking about trade. (laughs) It's only the hottest menses on the Insta world, and we are just going to bring you lots of of hot mens to look at. So I hope you guys are ready. Hope you guys, I don't know, maybe just turn the lights down real low, light a few candles, refill your glass of wine, and just get ready for some hot... Trade. <laughs> Trade. 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 <laughs> Trade. <laughs>
Is it getting sexy or worse? I can't tell. <laughs> this is the opposite of sexy. <laughs> is, raise your hand if you're turned on. <laughs> All right. I saw everyone raise their hands. I'm happy. All right. <laughs> so which one of you guys would like to start first? Um, I'll go first this week since I just want to be done with this podcast. <laughs> Tony's feeling very uncomfortable and he would like to leave as soon as possible. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> sorry, y'all. Uh, <laughs> I need to go to bed. She feels away. I just have the giggles all of a sudden. Okay, so my... Uh, trade of the week is uh they're <laughs> oh my god i can't focus okay so my trade of the week their handle is i don't know how to pronounce this so i'm gonna just spell it out w-i-c-o-m-e-v-a and i don't know i there's something with his like glasses and his hair that i'm like obsessed with that i can't like stop looking at weird because for me it's like his abs it's very like sexy professor. Yeah, like well, his abs are nice. I'm not saying they aren't nice, but I feel like you're saying they're not nice. I don't know. He's kind of like the hot nerd category for yeah. sure. So like I don't really know oh. what else to say, but he's really cute. He goes to Penn State and he will graduate. Oh wait, he already graduated in 2016. Yeah. So yeah, I I feel really old because I graduated from iu in 2008 so now i'm like hey that was our time i know but this person was born in 26 or not born <laughs> whoa <laughs> jamal whoa <laughs> the trade has to be 18 Stony, stop it. sorry i violated the trade rules no. um he graduated in 2016 from college so it's just very confusing no i get it i get that i mean it's not really that confusing like we He's just eight years younger than us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just struggling. Seth says the math works out it's with fine. my age is all is what I'm saying. But oh, oh, you don't look a day over 27. So like when you guys like try and talk about like your favorite divas, <laughs> like you'd be like, I love Barbara Streisand. And he's like, oh, my God, I love Ariana Grande. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, who's that? <laughs> Who is she? Is she one of those newfangled pop artists? Crystal from the Reed calls her ponytail. I'm going to have to start going <laughs> to like the Poodle Club. Yeah, what was your Poodle's Club name again? I think it was called the Poodle. <laughs> oh, well, that makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Should name it like Pinkies or some bullshit. Work. I'm going to the Poodle later. Who wants to come? <laughs> All right, Jamal, what about you? Tell us about your trade. I'm super excited about my trade this week. I can't believe this hasn't happened before. And maybe it has. I don't know. No. And you want to know how I know? Tell me, girl. So the guys don't know anything about this, listeners. I've been creating a trade archive (laughs) for the show. (laughs) Finally. The document contains all the episode names along with each of our trades. (laughs) Yes. Their names and their Instagram links. (laughs) Have you gotten to the point in your list that you can call any of us out for repeating trade? Not yet, actually. But when it's all done, I'm going to like run a super nerdy um, Excel formula and make sure there's no duplicates anywhere. (laughs) Yes. But yeah, it's it's been really fun to go through the list and see all of that. So uh, maybe we'll share that with the listeners when we hit like episode 100 i'm currently on like episode 63 so i'm almost caught up it should be done by the end of the weekend yes yeah i'm anxiously looking forward to that so yes so with that being said my trade this week is youtuber online personality mark miller so what makes yeah i've made seth watch some of his videos he makes really cool youtube videos um i think he started at ball state or went to film school so he's really good with the camera 
his boyfriend went to IU. So at one point they lived in Bloomington. So there's all kinds of really awesome videos like with um, shot with drones and all kinds of GoPro angles. He edits a video very well and picks really awesome music. So um, check out his channel for sure. But he is not hard to look at. He's very cute. Indiana boy, just enough tone, cute little, I don't know, I'm this gorgeous look. (laughs) (laughs) oh he knows he knows he knows and slowly over the years he's gotten more and more tattoos which i'm here for word is he back with with um his boyfriend ethan because when i kind of stopped like watching losing track they had like split up or something oh yeah so that video is called um why we broke up so they they were explaining in the video that basically they're jobs which is being youtubers um was overlapping with their personal life and they weren't really giving each other enough attention so they kind of took it back to like dating phase so like they Mm. were still together but they just got separate apartments they're still in separate apartments but they still go on trips and go out together and all that and still sleep with other guys and stuff i don't know about all that but i'm sure they (laughs) both would not have a problem doing that (laughs) I need the details, girl. (laughs) And they have a cute dog named Olive. Yeah, I do love their dogs. She's a cutie. She is. Work. Well, my trade is kind of weird. And I will fully admit that, like, before we even start. Weird. So, yeah. Well, I'll preface it by saying this sort of ties in with Friday the 13th because like a while ago, they um, put a tweet out that said like, what's your favorite trade from the uh, franchise, the Jason movies? Oh, I remember this tweet. Yes. And I'm not really as familiar with the Jason movies as I am with the Friday the 13th movies because that was the series that I liked a lot. So I'm like, okay, well, this could be fun. Like, let me find some trade. Um, I think they posted Paul Rudd, which is like, definitely trade yeah um i think someone else posted josh hart in it and i was like yes 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 Ooh, that's a good one <laughs> paul rudd was my pick oh my gosh so i'm like all right well let's keep going through the archives like i want to find someone new and then i was like oh like who's this person because i went to imdb so they have like the current pictures Mm -hmm. and i was like oh this boy's like really cute and i was like oh this he was in one of the movies in 2007 he was like a child like i (laughs) 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 I was like is that still allowed because like now he is hot but like in the movie he definitely was not trade you can say of Um, age name yeah well he's of he's way over age now but like at the time of the movie i think it would be okay to say he's grown (laughs) up to be a very you know attractive man it's kind of like oh my god this is funny because there was an episode of broad city where abby was like talking about jonathan taylor thomas (laughs) and how like she would like get off on his like picture of him like when he was like 13 or 12 or something (laughs) and she don't know if i saw that episode and she was just like i don't know if that was right of me to do that when i was a teenager and now i still like am attracted to him oh god i love that show well i only have recently heard about this person so that's definitely not the case but i still felt like i was gonna be judged for picking him anyways so now we have his name is daig d-a-e-g and he is now like I don't know, 23 or 24, somewhere around there. And he is like really weird. He is like, well, obviously an actor and he does like, I guess, music. Like he's a rapper, I guess. Like Hmm. it's really weird. (laughs) (laughs) Do we just need to like check out his profile? Does he have like clips or samples of what he does? Yeah, there's there's uh, on his page. I'm pretty sure he posts song samples. I don't know. I don't really look at those. Does but, he have a SoundCloud? Um, I think so, actually. There you go. <laughs> and a YouTube and a YouTube. And he also does modeling and he lives in California and he's got really long blonde hair, which you guys know. I love guys with long hair. So, um, yeah, I think he's like, I don't know, Scandinavian maybe or something like that. Ooh. But he wears like Kurt Cobain sunglasses a lot, so that's also a plus for me. Oh yeah. And yeah, I'm here for it. Present really day can't. dig. He's a weirdo though. Don't watch his stories either. They're really weird. <laughs> <laughs> don't watch his stories. You're like, though, girl. Don't look at me. <laughs> don't I'm watch... really not selling it, but <laughs> Don't watch these at night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
you guys if you guys actually go look and like peruse through his profile you'll understand <laughs> he's just aesthetically pleasing as soon as we're done recording stoney and i are gonna go look at a story yeah you just be like jamming out to like all his rap tunes <laughs> oh shit okay yeah, make sure you send us this profile so we can find it easily i will you'll just be listening <laughs> to it and be like you'll just be like beyonce could never i just don't <laughs> wow i just didn't know he would be so good <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, so that's my trade of the week. Hopefully it wasn't uncomfortable for anybody listening as it was for me. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that's also kind of applies to the whole episode for this week. <laughs> I Yeah, this episode was pretty uncomfortable all the way around. What do you mean? Uh, I'm just saying like there's a lot of weird things. I haven't drank wine on the podcast in a while. So. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't the first Wives Club. Like, Yeah, and I was just kind of sleepy. So it just feels weird to me too right now. So although if we were the first Wives Club, I would be Goldie Hawn for sure. I'd be the other bitch in the first Wives Club. <laughs> Diane Keaton or Bette Midler mm. or the lesbian daughter. I mean, I'd like to think I would be like Diane Keaton, but I feel like she's too much of a bad bitch for me. So I'm going to go with Bette Midler. Ooh, they're both just so much energy. Shane Fonda in first Wives Club. <laughs> <laughs> no, but she should be. Oh, okay. Well, I, I'm Is done. Is Sharon the first Wives Club? <laughs> No. Can I be Cher? No. How does the first Wives Club work? Oh my gosh. Okay. So listeners, we're leaving. <laughs> Remember to rate and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. <laughs> and bring a friend. Tell them about us. At TFC Pod on all socials. You know where to find us. Also, you can get your um <laughs> hats. Here they go. I'm your, trying to get us out get, of here. You can get your Midja um, starter kits if you go to TFC Pod slash Midja. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Just kidding. All right. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll wrap this up now, I promise. Thank you guys for listening. Do all the stuff that Jamal just told you to do. Make sure to stay tuned for our Untucked Talk on Wednesdays, live somewhere on the internet. And that will be at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And this is probably going to be the last week that I drink wine. We're going to switch back to kombucha. So hope you guys... <laughs> hope you guys have a great week and don't drink and drive until next week bye Bye.